food for the body, music for the soul. <laughs> you know, he's proper African, so he'll, he'll say, food for the body? <laughs> and then he want me to finish and he'll be like, I, d- I don't know what you're on about here. Cause... <laughs> Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, AKA black guy in your neighborhood, AKA my mother's favorite rapper. And this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast, baby. 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 Are we just going to start the podcast now? Bro, Listen, lead. listen. It's reality. Your boy from Hackney, a.k.a. Black Guy in Your Neighbourhood, a.k.a. My Mother's Favourite Rapper, a.k.a. <laughs> Dark Kent. Mm. Dark Good Kent, reference. see the glasses? I just got that. I was like, Kent? And I was like, oh, okay, super bad. <laughs> Dark Kent. However, let me, let me explain for our new nis- listeners... And our guest today, that Dark Kent, um, I'm the opposite of Superman. So mm. when I put on my suit, I become average man. <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. And today, it's history in the making. Oh my God! Oh my God! Just waiting for that sound to finish. Yes, the first lady, of the In Your Neighborhood podcast, Conscious Dilemma, the capital of Israel. And Palestine. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got <laughs> let's, Jerusalem. Let's not start off with politics. <laughs> oh, we got Jerusalem in the building. Hey. It's history. It's history, <laughs> baby. It's history. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is great. Thanks for coming on. Happy to be here. Happy to be the first. Yeah, yeah. First lady. So so when we reach um like our hundredth podcast, we'll look back on this moment as a historical moment whereby Defo. we were finally um I finally built up the courage to speak to a woman and say, <laughs> listen, 40. I can don't you, believe can that you ask? can't speak to a woman. I find that very hard to believe. I'm shy. I'm shy. But you're a rapper. <laughs> When Surely I, there's some confidence in there. He's not the typical kind of rapper, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First <laughs> but you of have all, confidence enough to get up on stage and rap. Yeah, but... Um, so there's got to be some confidence in there. Usually I perform to, um, to Caucasians in pubs and they're already drunk. So I could literally just say anything <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so when Love they're intoxicated, <laughs> they just see a black guy on stage. They're like, oh, yeah. he's, doing, he's doing what they do in the ghetto. He's doing... <laughs> yeah, Jerusalem, you know, I, I was watching your latest episode of, of Conscious Dilemma and I seen I seen you talking with the guys about um the, the black lads going to pubs. Yeah. I, I've been to to like pub gigs with with T. Yeah. Where he's yeah. had to perform in pubs. Never mind yeah. just sit in a corner drinking and yeah. yeah. I don't I don't get I the get whole it. concept of pubs. It's just my friends are like, oh, let's go to the pub. Like, Weatherspoons, the obsession in this country with Weatherspoons, I will never understand. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> just <laughs> Weatherspoons is like a, it's a cheap food thing, isn't it? The yes. yeah, yeah. love it for the cheap food. Yeah, I'm like, the no, thank you. Older generation, the pub was kind of everyone's playground, like all mm-hmm. the, the like after playground work kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, just, yeah, just so. to clarify, yeah. as you've um, offended the whole of the British public on this podcast, <laughs> I haven't even been on here for... For five Only minutes. been here five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, where are you originally from? That's what I've been asked that question a lot at work. But where are you originally from? That's a that's a very difficult question. Um, so do you mean like where 
like where my parents are from. Yeah, because or like you where know, I grew up. My British ignorance, mm-hmm. just from hearing you speak, will say, "Oh, you're probably probably from you know, California." Wow, <laughs> do and I I'll sound be, like a valley girl? <laughs> yeah, you don't sound like you're from this country, from my country. Fair, fair. Um, my mom's Eritrean. Okay. Um, Shout my um, dad. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm Northeast African, uh, but oh. I actually grew up in Saudi Arabia. Um, so that's why I have the, the accent that I do because I went into a, uh, an international school. So there was a lot of kids from all over the world. Um, okay. Yeah, so I've, I've lived in different places. Um, but yeah, I've lived in England for almost like 12 years now. I used to live in Carlisle, like near the Lake District. Oh, I'm so glad you've I lived didn't in, pick up the accent. So, so sorry to cut you off there, ma'am. That's fine. So you've lived in this country for 12 years and your accent's still like that. Yeah, it's it's funky. <laughs> like, this, is what, it's just... this is why I voted leave. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't vote leave. It's a mix, it's a mix of everything. Like I, I still use like British slang and stuff. It just yeah. It's oh. a mix of everything. So people never know where I'm from. They're always like, What are you? Where are you from? What's your accent? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Someone so comes get, up to you and says, what are you? <laughs> I've, literally, I've literally had someone say that to me before. They're like, what are you? And I'm, oh. I'm like, do you mean where I'm from? Uh, They're like, it? yeah, what are you? Like Indian, like Hispanic? Oh, okay, I was like, okay. I'm African, but okay. thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so my accent is just all over the place. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's interesting, you know? That's interesting. Forty, yeah. where are you from? Because I'm wearing the Irish shirt right now. Yeah, are you Irish? No, I just Am like I the Irish? shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just asking for if it's Irish. No, I'm not. Okay, okay. But I did a that... DNA test and it said, you know, there, there could be some some links to Ireland, but it was it wasn't anything conclusive. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, I'm just I'm just plain old English UK guy. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, English, as, you're as British as beans beans on toast. <laughs> that was a good oh, one. The, I... the, the oh DNA said, you know, there's like I think everyone in Britain's got some some links back to Scandinavia somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um four like percent Italian in there, which is probably the Romans. Mm-hmm. So we're a bit of a mixed bunch anyway. But but I think uh sometimes, you know, as Brits, we we don't really know what our backgrounds are in terms of going back further. Yeah. Um, we probably know our immediate background, but if you look back more than maybe five, six generations, it's it's kind of lost, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But uh, people will still claim you're like they're British through and through. Yeah, I'm British through and through. They'd be like, my forefathers <laughs> have always been British. Blah blah yeah. blah. I'm British, that's what, that's I'm what they want, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure why. Considering, well, let's not let's not get too political. Like we let's saying. not get too. Flipping <laughs> no, guys. We just started the podcast. Supposed <laughs> to keep the listeners. Right, first lady of 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 the in your neighborhood podcast, mm-hmm. and that leads on nicely. To our first topic, which is top three. Top three, baby. Top three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top three. And our top three. Okay, I don't know why. Tommy's just got this soundboard. And he's (laughs) experimenting with it. It's quite good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, sometimes my self-diagnosed ADHD starts playing up and I just start... um, tapping buttons however i'm like dd you know dexter's lab do you remember dexter's lab yeah uh, i used yeah, to I'm love like, that show i'm like dd <laughs> just pressing so, all the buttons <laughs> so top three top three female rappers is that what top we're going three with female, woo, she's done the research <laughs> all the time just God to clarify for the listeners 
<laughs> okay, do you want me to go first? Oh, she was. She's even offered to go first. I, I've first even guess. written it down. I've even written it down, Freaking and I'm gonna no. give you a mixture. You're, you're definitely people. invited back. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> right. I'm going to give you a mixture. Okay. So my top one, and yeah. this is people that I've recently been listening to because there's mm -hmm. too many rappers that I like. So my top one is the best, Meg The Stallion, obviously. Mm, okay. Is she a baddie? She's yeah. the best. Um, my second one is a little old school, Queen Latifah. Hmm. Well, you, you really just went, went from... Different ends you, of the spectrum right? 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 Yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting that one. I thought I thought I'd give you a little a little mixture. Um, and then my last one is Danny Lay, which I'm sure you've heard me mention before. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Oh no, I haven't heard you mention that. But maybe your list people. Oh, that yeah, know my you. I think my listeners have heard me mention her before, yeah. and I've posted her on social media so many times. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so what Danny what Lay. is it? What is it that puts those top three in your top three? I think it's the whole. It's not just about their music, but it's their personalities and how they present themselves and what they're all about. I think that's what I like about them is that they're just, they are who they are and they're kind of like, this is who I am and this is the spaces that I move into. And if you don't like it, like F you, you know, it is mm -hmm. what you see is what you get. And they're very honest about it and they're very raw and I appreciate that. And they represent where they come from and who they are and their community. And I just think that's badass. Because it's quite contrasting, isn't it? You've got like Megan Thee Stallion. Who's yeah. Obviously Very talented, <laughs> but yeah, highly sexualized yeah. Yeah. Um, and definitely uses that to her advantage to mm -hmm. um, maybe get onto a wider audience. And then you've got someone mm -hmm. like Queen Latifah, who typically hasn't really gone down that route as well. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's more they all sing about like, you know, female empowerment and female ownership and being true to who you are and kind of, you know taking what you want and not asking permission and that's what I like about them like it's the foundation of what their music represents rather than how they present the music because yeah like you said Meg the Stallion is very very sexual <laughs> yeah yeah um I mean she looks great doing it and it sells but yeah she's very very sexual whereas Danny Lay is very timid in, in a comparison to Meg the Stallion but the basis of her music is kind of similar um mm -hmm. so I just yeah that's what I like about them yeah for you do you want to go next or shall I three. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with mine. So um, for me, there was two that just had to be in and, and I thought everyone had to put them in, but obviously everyone's got different tastes. Um, and I spoke to some people about this top three before before we recorded this. And, and to be fair, the two cheating, that I was thinking cheating. of, okay. <laughs> people were like, are they rappers? But yes. I think the fact that they became so big and kind of transcended the genre a little bit mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. is testament to why they're in the top three. Oh, don't, don't keep me waiting, man. Don't Number keep me waiting. Yeah, the suspense is killing me. Number one's got to be Lauren Hill. <gasps> See, okay, that's not fair because you said rappers. That is why I didn't pick Lauren Hill, but... But she's, she's out and out a rapper. So the, the first two Fuji's albums... She was just she was rapping. Bars. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just can't see her not being in the top three. But this is what she's, I mean. She kind of moved legend. on. Yeah, mm -hmm. transcended the genre. Um, and then my number two, Missy Elliott. Oh my God, how did I forget about Missy Elliott? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. When, you know, you, you said you're three and I'm like, as if you haven't even got one of these in there. Um, oh, wow. And again, though, I know like her vibe's a bit different and there's mm -hmm. some singing in there. And, and, you know, she's maybe not typically going in with like the bars um all of the time but yeah she's got to be in there mm -hmm. my number three slot was the one i struggled with there's so many different names in there um but i've got to go for 
when we look at who changed the, the direction of, of how female rappers are, are marketed and it's not necessarily a positive thing. I don't know how deep we want to get into the conversation about highly sexualizing things and mm-hmm. the impact it has on maybe younger females. And, and at the same time, women can do what they want with their bodies, but I've got to say little Kim. I knew you were going to say little Kim. Of course. In my head, I was like, I bet he's going to say little Kim. <laughs> because when, yeah, because little Kim set the foundation for that. She really movie. did. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was yeah. unapologetically um, about what she was about. Yeah. Um, but I want to give a couple of honorable mentions in there. Um, I couldn't include this 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 entry because she didn't have enough body of work. But still, the two verses that I've heard from her, when I listen to them, I put them as, as two of the best verses from female rappers. So Dr. Dre on The Chronic 2001. Dr. Dre's a man. Yeah, yeah, but he had, oh, okay. <laughs> he had, a, he had female. a female feature. <laughs> oh, okay, Karen, Karen. Miss Rock. Okay. So the tracks Ms. Murder Rock. Inc. and Let's Get High. I don't know if you're familiar with the Chronic 2001 Dr. Dre album. Female rapper on there. Her verses are solid. What track was that? Anything other than that. Uh, Let's Rock, Get High and uh, Murder Inc. So one of them, she's rapping from the perspective of a, um, a female assassin. No. Um, and then yeah, this woman who like tricks guys into sleeping with her, but then she shoots them. Um, <laughs> and then let's get high is just a party track. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't include her in there because she just doesn't have the body of work. But she's probably got two of my most listened to verses from female rappers. And then I just want to take a moment to shout out Nole from the UK side of things. Okay. Because again some of the sickest verses, her verse, even though it was like the first verse I heard from her, uh, no help or handouts, the verse mm-hmm. was hard. If I listen to that now, I still get hype. Um, so I've got to shout her out as well. But I was keeping it kind of stateside um, just because I think the UK side's kind of different vibes and I didn't know if I could kind of include them in the same yeah. the same classifications. But yeah, that's mine anyway. I'll stop rambling on. T, yeah. what's yours? No, that was interesting because... <laughs> Two out of three of yours I've got as well. <laughs> so I think... Which, this, which two? This segment fell flat on its face. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. That was the wrong one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> which one have you got? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm trying to wait for this to finish. Dark Kent. Anyway. <laughs> my first one I've got... Undisputed. You know what? Let me start from three to one. First one I've got, Undisputed. She's written my favourite album I've ever heard in my life. And that's without any, like, it's top one and not Mm -hmm. two or three. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's funny how money changed situation. (laughs) She's good. It's the way she said situation. <laughs> she came into the she came into the album with that line. And I was like, okay, Lauren. I saw you like, in her talent is undeniable. Yeah, like you I can't, saw you you can't compare act. her. Yeah. I saw Agreed. you in Sister Act. You didn't come with this attitude in Sister Act 2. <laughs> you know they were thinking about making a third one. Oh they, no, they should forget that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it Sister Acting Up. Don't do it. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> Lauren Hill Undisputed mm. Then we're going to go for number two 
same as you, forty, Missy Elliott. This morning, yeah. I, I was in, I was in, on my treadmill, because I'm trying to get rid of my stomach. Because you know, when I take off my shirt, I look like you need to donate a pound to me <laughs> monthly. <laughs> All I need is the flies. And then, luckily, just by luck, this track comes on by Missy Elliott. Easy, easy, za, 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 za. Oh, that's Which is so me hard. talking like the aura, aura. Yes. Blizzy, blizzy, blazzy, blazzy. I love oh. her music. It always just gets you hype. Like, always. Yeah, she's not the best lyrically. Obviously not. But Nah, but she, yeah. can, she can rap, though. Like, yeah. her flow is it's really, yeah. it's really strong. I think she said one line, my style's tailored like Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's the uh, the best word play ever, but she makes was, it work though. She makes I was it like, work. what? I mean, it wasn't the best word play, but when you're when you're on the treadmill for ten minutes and you're tired, that just lifts you up. <laughs> I could do another five minutes with that line. <laughs> yeah. So it, Missy Elliott, I think at a time as well, she was um, she was like at the top of the rap game, especially with those videos. I yeah. know 2002, it's, it's, 2003. Early 2000s, like, like she was yeah. killing it. Mate, you, like, um, people were looking forward to Missy Elliott's videos with 100%. that little Caucasian girl dancing. The stuff that she created, like, nobody was doing that at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, she literally never, made tracksuits so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forgive her for that spit in your face line and someone spat. And then caught it, yeah. Oh, that, that really made me sick. <laughs> I loved it. I thought that was badass. Yeah, Imagine but, how many takes it had to do to get that right. Yeah, but when you're eating crunchy nut cornflakes in the morning, you don't want really to see that. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they, they mouthwash before. Yeah. <laughs> you do know it was just CGI'd, right? Yeah, don't, but you Don't know... kill my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it really would have been disgusting if they did it for real. <laughs> Imagine. You can't do that during Corona. <laughs> Number one. Okay. I don't have a sound effect for this one. However. <laughs> that was the wrong sound effect again. <laughs> so this is gonna lead it to what I'm about to say. <laughs> Go on. Number one, Nicki Minaj. Don't know how I feel about that one. Nicki Minaj, yeah. For me, when she didn't do all the pop stuff, just filter out all the pop stuff. Filter out um starships. I don't know if they were meant to fly. We don't care, Nikki. What I want to hear is Nicki Minaj on did it on them. But did she not flop after she split up with Safari? No, I mean... Oh, are you trying to say Safari wrote her tracks? Safari no, 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 did? no. I mean, he did write her tracks, but I think, like, what? Nicki Minaj is hard. Like, even before she, she became famous, when she was just doing, like, her mixtapes and stuff. Like, yeah. she can rap. She has good lyrics. But her delivery's think- sick. I, the reason I didn't put her on my list is because I feel like she's too mainstream. Like everything she does is just too similar for, as everyone else. And I don't like the the over exaggeration in the voices that she does. I'm like, I'm over it. It was cute at first. Now I'm like, can you just switch it up? Are you gonna yeah. dis? Are you gonna dis disrespect the good name of Onika Mirage? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> Said it with my chest. And you're putting that as your number one T. Yeah. Nicki Minaj is your number one female rapper of all I time. I feel like you, you should have put Cardi B instead. These boos are for you two guys. 
Listen, I'm telling you, Nicki Cardi B. Nicki Minaj. Let me, let me, let me. She hasn't won the Grammy, which is a tra- travesty. Mm-hmm. When Cardi B, and I have to disagree with Meg The Stallion as well. What? I'm sorry. Are you I'm mad? Sorry. I'll let you finish. Crazy. But Meg The Stallion as as a top rapper of all time. It's kind not of all like, time, but currently in this generation, she is she's at the top. She won a she won a Grammy, bro. Like, how long has she been out? You know, Grammys. Her album went platinum. It. Yeah, but she's the thing with Megan Thee Stallion is like it's not even just about her music; it's what she represents for women. Hmm. Like, it's her energy and her person, like her personality in general, that's empowering women, and I think that's what sells her music. It's not just about like what she's rapping about. Hmm. You and, know what? She competes with the men in the industry, and that's a really like hard thing to do. Mm. So you're basically describing Nicki Minaj there. I like how you put that for me. I didn't even need to say it. Mm, I don't um, know, Nicki, because Nicki Minaj doesn't do that for me. I don't think. So I you're don't telling know. me Megan The Stallion is a better rapper than Nicki Minaj? I th- but yeah, let me take I am. it deeper. Yeah, second, yeah. I, oh am, my God. I am. And oh you know why? Wait, Liam, before you go, it's because Nicki Minaj is too gimmicky. That's why. <laughs> Like, have you, if you hear Megan Thee Stallion, like, just in the studio, like, dropping bars, bruh, there's no, no. there's no comparison. Oh there's no my comparison. God. No, Nicki Minaj, yeah. Should we take a poll? Go, Should we even... take a poll on Instagram? Yeah, 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 we will. Okay. Before you put that up. <laughs> Do you know what the we'll sad thing poll. is, though? What? It's like there's only one space for a female rapper at a time. Yeah, that's so very true. Nicki was taking it, and then Cardi took it. And now Meg's got it. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad thing about it. That's sad. That's sad. They've all, but... they've all got to do sexualized things. It's, you know, which rappers are coming through that mm-hmm. aren't kind of highly sexualized that are female that are making it to that level. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you've got young MA, but um, that's a different conversation. Yeah, we won't, we won't <laughs> get into that one. I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not get into that. <laughs> but um, I'm going to stand on this point. I, can't, I cannot believe Jerusalem First lady said it. of said the it. In Your Neighborhood podcast has said Megan the Stallion can is speak my better than it Nicki is. Minaj. She is. Take no, a poll. I'm telling you. No. I'm telling you. I can't believe this. Megan the Stallion is. can't rap, you know. What? She can't rap. Wow. Okay. Blasphemy. She can't. <laughs> nah. Nah. She anyway, can. let me finish my point on Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. At a point, at a point, man, male or female, she was a top 10 rapper in the world. At one point. Yeah. Are you going to tell me you're going to compare a Megan Thee Stallion verse to Nicki Minaj's verse on Monster with all those men she killed everyone? And you guys are telling me Nicki Minaj is not a sick rapper. I didn't say she wasn't a sick rapper. I said she's too gimmicky for me. But one of the best female. She was on the track with Jay-Z, Kanye West. Who else? Rick Ross. Rick Ross' stomach was in there somewhere. <laughs> And Nicki Minaj she's killed been, everybody. She's been around for a few years. Megan Thee Stallion has only been around for like two years max. You've just like on the big platform. You know what I mean? You've just exemplified my it. point. No, but for her, and the, she's managed to have that much success in such a short space of time. Whereas Mickey, Nicki Minaj like took years. Do you know what I mean? Like, so she has a massive influence and her work speaks for itself. And I don't think they can be compared. You know who else had a massive success in a short space of time? Who? Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and where is he now? Did you just compare Megan Thee Stallion to Vanilla Ice? That's for cold. Me, for me, she's a gimmick. Uh-uh. For me, Megan... If you can go... Nicki, 
Nick, Nicky Minaj. I was going to say Nicky the Stallion. <laughs> Nicky Minaj. <laughs> Nicky Minaj. Longevity in rap mm-hmm. is underrated. It's very, un- especially if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. That's all I'm saying. I, I just, nah. I just, I just, I just want to yeah. be sure that I'm right. You know, you know. I mean, we'll take a poll and see what see what the public for, says. For, for is just there taking everything in. I'm but, enjoying the beef. What do you think? What What do you think, Liam? Who side are you on right now? I mean, neither of them were in my top three. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I Liam think, did better. Like he put legends, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. Remy Ma kind of killed off Nicki Minaj, yeah. and yeah, she had the she had the long run, but she's kind of old news. Um, I think Megan Thee Stallion's got to do a bit more work in terms of like her longevity to see if she really deserves to be there. I get where you're coming from, Jerusalem, in terms of like right now, if you're looking mm-hmm. at who's relevant now, you could put her in there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see in, in five years time. Yeah. On to our next section. Oh my God, well, this is an African guy in the background, <laughs> just like me, when he sees something that goes viral, that makes him say, what enough? Yeah, this segment's <laughs> called this segment's called What Enough? And we, we talk about what's viral, what's absurd. Wagwan, as my patois goons would say. Um this week. <laughs> Joseph Biden. Oh, um, y'all saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as an American Jerusalem, and I see your people are oh, you're not yeah. American. Uh, yeah. I am, I am. Okay. Yeah. My people be doing too much, but it's okay. <laughs> but, but, um, Joseph Biden, yeah. Yeah, Biden. <sighs> Falling on them steps. Poor man. What a mess. They're going to need a, a stair lift. This is why I hate the internet. A chair lift. Was it was on the stairs to the, um, on the jet, wasn't it? Air Force. Yeah, they need yeah. one Air of Force them one. things, you know, the stair lifts. Yeah. It just sits in at the bottom and it just carries him up. <laughs> like, he's like, like 82 or something, right? Yeah, yeah, like his is, 70s or 80s. Yeah, he's quite old. Isn't he 96? What? Really? Oh, no, that's no. Prince Philip. I always get those two white people me- mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. We all so, look the same. <laughs> <laughs> seen one white guy, seen them all. Yeah. There. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was meant to turn into this. <laughs> right. So Joe, Joe Biden was going up the stairs. <laughs> he, fell, he fell once. I was like, okay, Joe. Okay, Joseph. You Get know, it together, Joe. People fall now and again. <laughs> he, he slipped again. I was like, you're taking the piss now. Slipped Poor the third Joe. time. I was like, you know what? They need to impeach this guy. You know, can't go up the stairs on the Air Force One. I feel for him because years to come, that's still going to be on the internet. Someone's going to just keep reposting that. Poor yeah. dude. I mean, I don't like to laugh at old people that, but that was funny. Yeah, I wanted to repost it, but then I was like, mm, this might be rude. Yeah, yeah. No, that was <laughs> you know what I was laughing at an is, old man. I know I'm meant to be taking this opportunity to clown him, yeah? Yeah. And I'm not trying to make it a deeper subject again, but everyone's like, oh, he's too old. He's too old. We can't have somebody this old running the country. Yeah. How about you have somebody running the country who actually represents a majority of the people? Yeah. Like people are talking about the age of someone. Like you can't just sit in an office and make decisions anyway. I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll be fine at that. But why not get somebody in who actually represents more people? 
yeah. they have this two-party system and they just have a very limited amount of people to choose from as do a lot of countries in the world like the issue isn't really his age is it no it's no. not uh, um, I mean at least I know he's white and I know he's old and everything like that but at least he's a democrat and at least he's trying to represent the voice of the people mm. I, I know it's not real representation but at least he's trying to to do his bit and he has a vice president who is um you know comes from the uh the black community and the asian community and represents you know the minorities so mm. yeah, you know, they, if, if he conks out too early god forbid at least, <laughs> at yeah, least there's someone yeah. else i mean um, waiting in the wings ready to yeah, bounce. I mean, she would do an amazing job but it would make <laughs> history like the first black woman yeah why not yeah I think I think um Kamala was looking at that video thinking, oof, it's my time soon. Right? <laughs> He's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, it's my time soon. Um Donald Trump said um he knew Joe Biden would fall because Joe Donald Trump just knows everything. That man, I don't know who keeps giving him a phone. It's just <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, um I think his son even did a meme of of his, of his dad playing golf and the golf ball hitting. Um, Joe Biden. There were loads of memes. Huh. You know when you get something funny, you know the internet's gonna come out with some lovely, lovely memes. The lovely, internet is quick. Every time something I read something, two minutes later a meme, and I'm like, you guys, who's yeah. doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, lovely memes. For, for, yeah. For, for, did you see the um the the slip heard around the world or seen around the world by um Joseph Biden? Is he junior? Yes. Because as soon as you I hit don't... one, as as soon as you hit a, a a certain age, you shouldn't be a junior anymore, especially if you can't go up the stairs. I don't know if he's <laughs> oh, a junior. Is, is he a junior? Is I don't he? know if he's a junior. They're usually juniors, these um, American Caucasians. <laughs> <laughs> Not very creative. Yeah, you get you get a lot of people who just name their, their sons. They just keep doing it, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the third. Probably jo- like the third, the, the second. The third. Yeah, yeah. Caden yeah. Parker, the third. Yeah, yeah, I might do that with my kids, just to be annoying. I seen I seen the slip well, and I seen Trump clowning him for it. <laughs> yeah, going for it. But yeah, I seen I seen the slip. I seen Trump um, clowning him, and then yeah. I seen the Trumps talking about setting up his his own social media network. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've you were telling that. me about that. Yeah, you know it's what? Just going to be like a site for teddy boys and EDL people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It really is. All he's going to do is just carry on fueling hate, and it's like, please, can we put this man in a home already or something? Going to be like a, a, a terrorist breeding ground. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, Look, yes. listen, guys, can I just pay um devil's advocate for a minute? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Feel free. I'm a Christian. Yeah. Though. I want to join. Go ahead. Trump's um social media. <laughs> For what reason? <laughs> Every good um, story starts off with a hero. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking to be that hero. I'm looking to infiltrate. I'm going to um, set up my profile as a, as a white middle-aged guy mm-hmm. from um, Walker called Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. Bolding a bit. And mm-hmm. I'm going to just, I'm just going to um, watch as they do their job. And at the right moment, I'll pounce. You just gave your secrets away, though. Oh. I mean, they ain't, <laughs> they ain't listening to this podcast, are they? You never know. Imagine if they're doing the same thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that flopped. That flopped. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I don't think it's a good idea for him to have a platform. It's, it's not good. It's not good. We saw what he did as president and him having a platform to communicate with, like, millions of people. It just fuels hate because 
he's a very like he's a right wing person. He's very conservative. It's just it's not. Yeah. But do you do you believe in censorship? Um, I that don't believe in kind of right wing. <laughs> I don't believe in censorship. No, but if I feel like if someone is using their platform to feel hate and cause division and violence, then that def- that person definitely should be censored. And I think that's where there is a discussion, isn't it? Especially like in America, you know, there's there's probably more freedom of speech than yeah. there is in the UK. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like where do you draw the line between what's hate speech and what isn't? And that's the problem. There, there is no line. People can just say whatever they want when they want. They can go online and they can claim, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's free speech. This is my like my right in the constitution, and that's problematic because nobody can just do whatever the hell they want. Like, there's got to be a limit, especially when it's causing harm to other people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And on that, on hate speech and whatnot, just want to shout out Thierry Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's he's coming off social platforms. Um, and I think the, the point that he made, which I liked, was he was saying until they monitor hate speech with the same vigor that they monitor copyright issues. Yeah. It just highlights when money's involved, they're quick to do something. Mm. Yeah. But when it's when it's people, they don't care. Bothered. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. the way of the world, unfortunately. And yeah. so yeah, it's a sad truth. Speaking of money, yeah. something else that's been going on. Mm-hmm. I, heard, I heard Quavo supposedly took a, a car back from uh, from Sweetie. Sweetie's ex. Yeah, from from Sweetie. Listen, listen. I'm not down with the Utes. So all I saw is someone uh-uh. took <laughs> Quavo. <laughs> Utes. We're talking about Sweetie and Quavo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. When I see when I see rappers that I um. That don't really sound like they speak English. I suddenly I switch off. <laughs> so anything. I see why Quavo. you want to be on that Trump social media now because you're, sound, <laughs> yeah. you're sounding kind of like one of them. You sounded like that. If you don't speak English, kick them what, out. What's, what's the, what's Remember, the name? English is not your mother tongue. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's his name? Quavers. Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look, can you take a gift back? Ooh. That's a difficult one. Actually, no, I don't think, I don't think if, all right, let me put it this way. If the person offers out of goodwill, like say if you bought me a gift and we fell out, whatever, and I felt, you know what, I don't feel right keeping this because mm-hmm. it has like um, attachment and it has like memories and stuff like that. Let me give it back to you. That's different. But for you to be like, oh, Sally, we're not cool anymore. So give me the, give me the gift back. That's just petty. It is. Super petty. And but, the thing I looked what his net worth is, and it seems like he's worth somewhere. Obviously, you can't you can't really tell, but people yeah. are saying like five million, some are saying thirty million. Let's mm-hmm. say he's worth fifteen million. Yeah. And then what the Bentley's like half a million. Yeah, it's like quite a big chunk. True, but his money. And but he's given it as a gift. And that's the problem. It's like he gave it to her because he was doing her dirty. Like he cheated on her countless times. Oh, and did he? Is that yeah. why they split up? Yeah, that's why, because she, she put it on Twitter um, that no mo- no amount of presence can cover up the scars, like, and she's done, mm. you know, being treated that way. And I completely understand that because that's very normal in relationships, especially, like, with our generation. Um, so I just feel like him asking for the Bentley back was just petty. Like, you gave it to her out of love or, well, because you did dirty and you wanted to make up for it. Well, maybe that's the thing. If he had given her out of love, he wouldn't have wanted it back because he maybe, only gave yeah. it to her to try and you know, yeah. sweeten things up. Yeah. The wheat and things up. Then, you know, it's like, yeah, give me it back. It's um, just petty because she can buy her own though. So I'm like, girl, just go get yourself one. 
These guys are crazy, though. You have like a girl who's like attractive and successful, and then they still want to cheat. I don't get it. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, being beautiful doesn't mean that you're not bad things are not going to happen to you. Like, if a man wants to cheat, he's going to cheat. It doesn't matter if you're the most beautiful person on the planet, if you have like millions in the bank. Like, you could be the nicest person, you could be a devoted wife. Like, it does not matter. If a person's going to do you wrong, they're going to do you wrong. Like, it's just, mm. it's, it is what it is. That says more about him than it does her, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you're not special. Like, it just, it happens to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. What you're saying, I'm, T, you're, okay. you're looking at this subject like, don't know what you to don't say. Care. <laughs> to be would fair, you take I'm, back your Bentley to be fair I'm thinking you put up a tweet that no amount of presence can um cover up the scars so yeah give me my Bentley back well, why, why are you messing about on Twitter fool I know I cheated on you but if no amounts of presence can cover up the scars why did I spend that one million on the Bentley okay give it back then because who does that like Talking if you all that cheat stuff on someone on Twitter, if you cheat on someone or you treat, mistreat someone, you should fix that and behave better. Not go like a million dollars is a million dollars. Like it doesn't matter, you know, as money comes and goes, it's just material things. Material things. Like we got to f- start focusing on what's important, I'm, which is I'm, treat like having accountability, treating people properly mm-hmm. instead of like yeah. material things are material but, um, things, you know? I think he, he tried to have accountability, but spending that 1 million on that, um, Bentley affected his account ability. <laughs> Mate, yeah, really impacted that 15 million. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to play um, Christian again, disclaimer, going to play mm-hmm. Satan's advocate again. Mm-hmm. Quavo was right to take that Bentley back. Go on, son. Um, I mean, it's a personal choice. Like, if you want to take it back, take it back, but... Um, I think it's I think it's the wrong thing to do when you when you hurt someone like to buy them presents to cover it up like it's she shouldn't have accepted the gift to begin with I think mm. she mm. she knew who the Migos were before she got in the relationship yeah of course yeah them, oh so it's it's her fault that them, he cheated on her listen, listen I'm playing the, I'm playing the uh, devil's advocate <laughs> um she knew the Migos were like it's like a jungle out there three, yeah. three of them are cheaters um. It's the lifestyle, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. it just comes, it comes with the, with I the mean, industry. He, he hangs around with, um, who's Cardi B's husband or boyfriend or spouse? Or... What's his name? Vincent. Is it Vincent? Vincent? No. Oh, that's a different boy band. Sorry. No, he's a rapper. Oh my God, this is going to bug you me. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Um, that's Takeoff. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Is that his name? Oh my gosh. No, all that's the, the other one. All the under 25s are going to be like... <laughs> they're all switching off at this point. They're, they're all like, oh, you don't know the Migos? I don't. Let's, it's. I'll call him Migo 2. Migo 2 cheats on... Um... Is it Offset? Yes, offset. that was it. Offset. Yes, there we go. Offset. Came to me. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with this generation. Don't yeah. come to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're sounding so old there. Oh, no. <laughs> So yeah, she should know that he hangs around with Offset. Yeah. So you know, birds of a feather flock together. Is that the words? Yeah, very so, true. So devil's advocate again. I need to put this disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, she should. She she knew who she was getting with. Them guys can't keep it in their pants. I take mean, off she is knew. Called take off because it gets girls to take off their clothes. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's why he's called Dagon, but oh, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> we'll assuming. go, we'll go with that. Allegedly, but I think she knew, she knew, but you always hope that you are that girl that the guy won't be like that for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she oh, probably she thought, hoped. She thought she would change him. Maybe, maybe a platinum-selling, Grammy award-winning rapper. <laughs> But that's but that's not a good thing. Like, why do rappers need to be in that lifestyle anyway? Like, being a rapper does not mean that you need to be a shitty person, right? Like, you don't it's need to be a cheater. It's not even about being a rapper, really, is it? Look at, like, it's being the what's man he called? Kirk, Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Jesus <laughs> the guys, yeah, and he cheats, so. Yeah. Um, so I've heard. Even if, yeah. even if you're a you man You can't trust God, anybody out here. The, 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 um, the hot pocket is the powerful. What? I'm trying, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be politically correct here. It's powerful. This segment is called Real Talk. You like that? That's yeah. by, that's sponsored by <laughs> He Who Must Not Be Named. And our segment, our topic today, sorry, uh, is drill music, art imitating life. And this might not go so well as we didn't even know who the third Migo was. <laughs> I knew. Offset. Oh yeah, um, Jerusalem knew. That's why she's the Told first you, lady. I'm, I'm down with the kids. The in your neighborhood <laughs> podcast. But yeah, forty. Well, um, you take this one. Drill music, art imitating life, life imitating art. What's your thoughts yeah. on it? Look, there's there's a lot of drill music out there right now, and uh, you know it's obviously kind of being birthed in London, and. T, you know, being from down there originally, I'm sure you can speak on that more in terms of the situation with gangs and things like that. But, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people from places that I know they don't have gang issues. Yeah. And 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 the question I've got is, is drill music creating that? Is drill music influencing kids that maybe, you know, wouldn't usually try and live that lifestyle to, to go and do it? Because I think it's it's the thing to do right now hmm. i mean when i was when i was a, a ben that means child up here no mm-hmm. <laughs> northeast a ben um 50 cent was the guy isn't it you know yeah people walking around with bulletproof vests you ain't got no ops um i think when someone is successful i mean as humans let me just say this. As human beings, I think we're drawn to the negative. Yeah, controversies. Yeah. yeah. When I'm watching a movie and there's no swearing in it, I'm like, what kind of kid stuff is this? <laughs> I didn't know this was a PG. Um, so when you see something negative, such as drill music, especially if you're... If I was like a teenager and drill music was coming out, I know for sure I'd be drawn to it. Yeah. I mean, when 50 Cent came out, I thought I was from Brooklyn. Rapping with an American accent as well. I wanted to be mm-hmm. 50. I would have legally changed my name to Tommy Jackson <laughs> just to be close to him. I've got like to say as well, like I, I used to listen to that album I was talking about in the top yeah. three, Dr. Yeah. Dre, Chronic 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just talking about getting with as many women as you could. Mm. I wanted to get with as many women as I could. Yeah. It was talking about, you know, smoking weed. I wanted to smoke weed. It was talking about some gang stuff, not so much, but there was a bit yeah. there, like gang yeah. banging. Mm-hmm. 
I think maybe if there was guns readily available around when I was having, you know, my, my, my wilder times when I was a bit younger, would, would they have been trying to find a gun and shoot someone? I don't know if it had gone that far, but mm. it certainly kind of was planting that seed in my head. Yeah. And, and I think the difference we've got with drill music is there's a lot of talk of chingings, chefing. You know, it's about knives. Knives are readily available. It's mm, easy yeah. to go in the kitchen, pick up a knife. And if and you've out. got a, exactly, if you've got some drama with someone, you know, are you listening to that music? Like, yeah, yeah this, is, this, is what, this is what the guys do or I look up to. And you go and do it. And I think this kind of conversation when I was younger, I would have, nah, nah, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't influence us to do things. But I've got to be honest and say, I think there is an element of that. Mm. Now, do I think things should be censored? No, I don't. But we need to look at the bigger picture of, of, of why these things are in the music in the first place. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think, like, the way I see it, these people, like, these artists who do this type of music, like, they're sharing their stories about where they come from and their struggles of their neighborhoods, their communities, because they don't see it represented in other spaces, right? So they're sharing it in the best way that they know, which is art, which is music which it should be seen as like, oh, I hear your story and I respect it. I respect your struggle and I connect with you. But instead it's translated to, oh my God, I'm a kid from a middle-class family, maybe living in the Northeast. I see a black kid rapping with a ski mask. I think he looks super cool. I think the lifestyle looks super cool. We, we make a struggle. I think it's because in culture, we make struggle look like it's fun. Glamorous. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, and it's kind of messed up. Like people living in poverty, people being drug addicts, people, you know, kind of growing up in those communities. We make it seem like it's, even though it's painful, even though it's hard and a lot of people die from it, there's a lot of you know bad things that come with it. We make it seem like it's a cool thing. Like there's, it's fun and romantic and all these different things. And, mm. and I think that's probably why the younger generation, and it's so easily accessible on social media now. Like you don't even need to be a famous artist to share your music, you know, mm -hmm. or to sh shoot a, a video shoot or anything like that. You can do it on a budget. And because it's so readily and easily accessible, it's, it, it just makes it easier for kids to, to tap into it and to be influenced by it. And for Not sure. knowing that struggle, yeah, they want to I be like the, that. Um, the artists, we, we can't blame the artists. I'm not no. saying no. you're saying the artists can't can't talk about what's going on. They should yeah. be able to do that. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't get blocked. They shouldn't be taking down the YouTube videos or whatever yeah. because we have to have that freedom there. Yeah. There's a much bigger issue of why there's stabbings there, mm -hmm. why people feel like they need to sell drugs to try and get ahead. Yeah. That's something that's a societal issue and yeah. an issue for our country. You know, to we address, need to look yeah. at that. Um, and that's, that's what people don't necessarily look at so much. They just want to blame it on the music. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we need some kind of... We, we need kids. And it is kids like people who are 14, 15, 16 who, who are looking up to this and wanting yeah. to imitate it. Yeah, that, That's a problem at the same time. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. it's like, where do you find the, the, the balance between the two? It's, like you said, people having free speech and allow, being able to share their art and their, you know, their lives and their experiences, but also not wanting like 13 year olds to want to pick up a knife and pretend to be a gangbanger. Like, it's a very, it's a very thin line. And maybe that comes with education, like, you know, advising kids in school, having conversations mm. um, and maybe artists, you know, taking a little bit more accountability with the stuff that they're releasing and you know, talking to younger kids about it, reaching out to their fans and being like, look, this is what I've experienced. This is my life. But that doesn't mean that this is what you should want to be. You know, yeah. because those people are putting these this music out to to get money to have a better life. They're not doing it so that they can stay in that in that environment and in that struggle. So and that's maybe why they might not take accountability mm -hmm. because they, they, they want the money. And like we said, you know, the, the drama 
is romanticized and it's what sells. Yeah. So if they stop talking about, you know, the negative aspects of their lives, Mm -hmm. then are they still going to have the same fan base? Are they still going to sell it? Are they still going to make the same money? Mm. I mean, I feel like they could because look at people like J. Cole. He, he talks about experiences that he's had as a child or like struggles and like real life issues about, you know, his relationship with his dad, relationship with girls, you know, smoking, drugs, everything like that. But he does it in a very artistic way to the point where you, you feel his pain and his story, but you're kind of like, damn, like that's real. I feel that I connect to that, but it's not making me want to go shoot up heroin, you know? Yeah. So, so I, think, I think it's the delivery probably as well. Yeah, it is. And, and, and I was going to say that T is a rapper who, who obviously doesn't buy into all of that kind of stuff. Like yeah. your, your music is much more, um, I don't admit, I don't want to say it's the exact same lane as J. Cole, but you know, you are more, uh, you do steer away from like those kind of, you yeah. know, you're, you're not glamorizing things like that. And I, I know yeah. it's because you don't live that. Yeah. Do you feel like there's as much um, opportunity for somebody who has the, the content like yourself or do you feel as if if you kind of bought into like say, the drill sound and the content in drill that you would be able to get a bit further in the current climate? Yeah, um, that's a that's a good question actually because busy stop running from the smoke by the way. Um, busy, our regular guest, um, he said his seventeen year old cousin because I have a job, I have a day job, so I don't want to be effing and blinding on tracks, and then if yeah. they pull it up, oh. Miss Jackson comes into the pharmacy, brings my CD, and is like, is this you reality that talk, talked about effing H words on yeah. in the club? Yeah, so after <laughs> after after think about my profession as well. Um, that's where I get my money. So that's why I've steered away from that. Because I used to. I used, I'll be honest, I used to. I used to swear, I used to talk about shooting people. I've never held a gun, never even mm-hmm. seen a gun in real life. Um I just think, and this is going to be controversial, but I just think a lot of these rappers now, you know, you talked about J. Cole. Mm-hmm. They don't have the emotional or lyrical depth to go into those topics. Yeah. And unfortunately, right now in rap, people like things simple. I know I was clowning the Migos and stuff, but they're selling because they do it simple. They're simple. Yeah. yeah. God right. forgive me for saying that, but they're simple. People no, like things true. that you... A lot of the time, what sells is things that aren't complicated for people. Someone yeah. doesn't want to decipher lyrics all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. or think about the track going back to front or stuff like that. Yeah. Just give me MC Hammer. You can't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> straight to the point. Ice Ice Baby. Straight to the point. Bad and Bougie. Straight to the point. Exactly. So I don't feel like that's the that's not really the kind of how how drills taken over though I think, I think Dr- Drew, Drew is more like um the drama the violence and, and please the... don't come to my door with knives don't bring <laughs> the goons I'm just saying I think that's all they they talk about that's all they live that's all they see yeah. so they don't have the emotional depth to think about anything else you think a drill rapper is going to talk about um a track with like about loving the girl Without putting some ching ching in there, would you would you class Stormzy as a drill rapper? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Stormzy so has you... has grown into an artist. I know that that people will hate it, but he's grown into. He knows what he wants. 
yeah. think he's even come out and said, listen, I don't want to be just a grime artist and stuff. He wants mm-hmm. to expand, which yeah. is more power to him because that's mm-hmm. it's more money. You know what I think? There's there's drill artists there that that can do the things with a bit more emotional depth and talk yeah. about a girl or whatever. But it, it's once they've blown, yeah, and they've blown through talking about the other yeah. things yeah. That, that you know I, I feel like that the kids kind of enjoy listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, again, sounding old saying the kids and that, but <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. It's just it's just what sells like. And and the stereo it always fits the stereotype of what a black rapper or a black artist is, mm. is always like because most of these like artists drill artists or grime artists tend to be like black or African or Caribbean yeah. or Jamaican heritage, um, and it just it fits that stereotype. Like mm. you're a gangbanger, you grew up in a low community, you struggle with this, struggle with that. Like your father walked out. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the same old tired story of what the artist should look like and represent. Yeah. So track of the week. Ooh, who wants to go first? I don't have a jingle for this one. Yeah, who wants to go first? Jerusalem, we'll let you go first. Yeah, yeah, as our guest, okay. go first. Don't, don't hate on me for this. It's just the song I've been listening to on repeat. And I don't know why the words just get me in my feels, but Trackstar by Muskie. I'm obsessed with the song at the minute. Trackstar by who? I haven't heard it. Okay, Ooh, listen to Muskie. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good song. What, what kind of genre is it? I would say it's like... Yeah, I'd say it's rap. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Track star really by Muskie. Yeah. Are you playing it? Yeah. And I, I ain't never heard this app before. Play the first 15 seconds until we get done for copyright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me stop that. She's gonna get in her feels. I, uh, I just love this song so much. <laughs> we don't want that stuff. I don't want to be clearing up tears. <laughs> What's your track of the week? My track of the week. This guy, yeah, um, he's representing Nigeria very well. Won a Grammy. Is it Burner Boy? Let me let me finish. <laughs> why why Kanye West in me? I was trying to, I, was, I was trying to build the guy up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. Go go go. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's Burner Boy. Oh, she she spot the suspense there. Yeah, Burner Boy. Sorry. Oh, but she doesn't know the track though. Burner Ooh, Boy. Give us the track. And it's featuring um, Jeremiah and mm-hmm. Serrani. It's called Secret. It's my favorite um, track from his 2019 album, African Giant. Oh my God. Don't, don't let me start doing the old man African dance for you. I know, I felt like I was I was about to feel a bit dance hold in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the- <laughs> Burner Boy. No, Sha- Burner Boy, yeah. Oh, he's become a juggernaut, man. He's not bad. Did you say that's featuring Serrani? Yeah, yeah. Like, no game, Serrani? Yeah. Wow. Exactly, he's transcendent. He's even got a track with Justin Bieber. And um, Jerusalem here said he's not bad. <laughs> Listen, yeah, if you want to come back in this neighborhood, you better start acting right. But you don't need me to agree with everything, do you? That's the whole point. That's true, that's true. You can disagree with 40. <laughs> 40, 40. 40, what's your track of the week? My track of the week, yeah, we've, we spoke about drill. Yeah. And, you know, I don't oh. want to come across as if, like, I've not been, uh, I'm not supportive of, of the people from the Northeast. So it's a, it's a Northeast, a Newcastle drill track by 30, Riz, Blakes and Hara, and it's called yeah. Chavez. Um, Look, 
I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I can condone all of the message in it because mm-hmm. there's probably some stuff that, that I don't necessarily agree with in that. But to see four people coming together, putting together a solid project, a video that looks sick, song sounds sick, mixed mm. down nice and all of that, you know, I've, I've got to support it, got to big it up. Yeah. Yeah, these, these boys. This is the level of this is the level of production and organization that's gonna get these boys far. When I was when I was just like these guys' age, my tracks were getting put around on Bluetooth. I didn't have a video. You know what I mean? And it was it was mixed to like a 15 pound mic from Argos. I see these guys, you know, doing this. You've got to support it. Yeah. However, the old man in me is saying. Guys, I hope you got um COVID tested for this video because there's a lot of you in here. <laughs> They're all outside though, bro. There's no oh, evidence yeah, yeah, that yeah. it spreads outside. Yeah, yeah. COVID doesn't spread outside. That's true. That's true. You COVID guys is did... very particular about where it attacks. So. Yeah, them guys did their scientific research and it doesn't <laughs> affect... Oh, they all. some of them are wearing masks too. I mean, ballys, but... They still count as masks. So you guys, you guys are following COVID rules. Forget what I just... Forget what I said. Explain explain something to me that I don't understand in recent like music videos with yeah. drill music. What is the obsession with ski masks? No face, no case. Yeah. And they're probably um they're probably a manager of a pharmacy. <laughs> 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 yes. In your neighborhood podcast, Jerusalem. Another applause for you. Wonderful where can we guest. find you at? Where where can we uh, watch your own podcast? Um, on YouTube, I have a channel called Conscious Dilemma. Subscribe, like, share. You can watch my new episode that just dropped as well. So, And the link is on my bio on my Instagram, Conscious Dilemma. Fantastic, fantastic. And we're also on TikTok now. So oh, on TikTok. find us on there too, For Conscious we Dilemma. Might to, we need to, might need to be doing some chore- choreography on the TikTok, you know. Do it. Get into I it. I don't know the TikTok. I don't really get it. <laughs> get down with the <laughs> well, I get it, but I'm just like, how, how, do, I, how do I build this on here? Yeah. You're going to have to do some um, pop-locking in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerusalem, will you, will you return again to the neighborhood? Of course, yeah. Fantastic. I enjoyed this. Oh, Thank you so much for like. having that's me. Like. I loved it. <laughs> that's the that's not the reaction I was hoping again. for. <laughs> okay, in your neighborhood podcast, lucky episode seven. Yeah. Yo, reality, your boy from Hackney, aka black guy in your neighborhood, aka my mother's favorite rapper, and this is the In Your Neighborhood podcast, baby. baby. baby.